3: I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the captivating Lisa Wolf. In this hour, Robert Sloan narrates another true crime case, on the big story from 1948. But first, it's Beat the Host. In order to beat the host, a Hollywood 360 listener contestant named Paul must correctly answer more true or false questions about Miley Cyrus than I. Lisa Wolf Hall is our moderator. Lisa, please say hello to Paul.
5: I'm so glad to have you with us tonight, Paul. Hi, Paul.
3: Hey, good hey. to see you guys.
5: Good to hear your voice. It's been a while. Yeah,
3: where you been? Uh, I've been around. Just uh, you been around. Been around. I've been around. I've been around. Oh uh, gosh! <laughs> hey, you know what? Paul's been around like a donut. <laughs> The two of yous.
5: Um, So, Paul, we're going to talk a little Miley. Do not get me
4: started. Do not. Do not not get me started. Do
5: not. Um, We're going to talk a little Miley Ray Cyrus. She's 31 years old. And honestly, I think she's one of the few examples of a child star who went on to have a successful career as an adult maybe
3: even more successful really oh I mean, yeah well she was successful as a, a child though. recording too. artist I mean, right
5: she was i mean both yeah.
3: both okay all right
5: paul the first one is for you true or false of course um miley uh, cyrus founded a non-profit called two old hippies to fight injustice facing homeless youth
3: why was it lost <laughs>
5: You got him she to laugh anyways. That,
3: yeah. <laughs> she founded it. Maybe it was she lost. She founded it. Yeah. Uh, um, well,
4: hopefully by saying uh, true, I won't have lost on that.
3: I'll say false. It's Oh. Yeah, here's for Paul. No. Her, her foundation is
5: called Happy Hippie Foundation. Happy Hippie. I don't know what two old hippies is, I just sort of made that one up. But it I sounded pretty good, am right?
3: In All the right, bead. don't
5: get too excited here. Carl. Yes. Dolly Parton is her godmother.
3: That's um that's true.
5: Paul, is he right? That is true. That is true. That is
3: true. I'm I I'm not gonna be parting from the truth there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is that? Oh that's Pardon. good. I like that. Okay. Very good. Paul,
5: Elvis Presley is Miley's biggest music inspiration. True or false?
3: Uh, I'm going to say false. I'll say true.
5: Hmm. This is not going well. As for it, Paul, is true. As for Carl. it is true.
6: It is true. All right. Mm.
3: Carl,
5: her yes. given name was Destiny Hope Cyrus. True or false? Her given name? Given name. The name she was born with destiny hope cyrus
3: false no that's true i know that's true (laughs) Ah, here's for carl (laughs) that's
5: true she legally changed it to miley
3: Paul. because
5: her childhood nickname was smiley
3: what'd you say paul okay Um, i was gonna say that uh, there's still destiny hope for me (laughs) (laughs) that's right <laughs> that's right. I'm going to let you two spar it out here. Right, so right now, we're going to look at the score. Carl is three. Paul is two. And there's two more questions.
5: Paul. Oh, man. She had an unaccredited cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2.
3: I think that's true. I'll say false.
5: It's true. Oh. Ooh, you're tied in. That's for
3: Carl. You're Here's for Paul. tied up. We are tied up. All
5: right. Uh-oh. Here we go. Carl. Ooh. You ready? Yeah. I'm voting for you, Paul. Uh, Carl, her hit song, We Can't Stop, was originally written for Ariana Grande. True or false?
3: True. Paul? I'll say true as well. Paul? Ah, you said true. True. Paul, he why would a... you agree with him? We tied. You tied. We tied. It was written for Rihanna. We tied. You Paul. tied. Uh.
5: Oh, so close to a win there, but okay.
3: A little, uh, a little applause there for you, <laughs> Paul. away from a win on that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this. Paul was losing by a lot and came back and That's tied right. it up. So good job, You're Paul. You're a
5: great player. Yep. It's fun to have good you on job, the air Paul. with us.
3: All right. I'm going to send you some Thank fun you, CDs, okay? Excellent. Thanks. All right, buddy. Great it's job. It's great talking to you. Hope to see you soon. All right. When we come back, we're going to tune into The Big Story. Stick around. More Hollywood
0: 360 after these important messages.
3: And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Yep, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, it's right around the corner. And we are bringing back our best-selling promotion, 60 shows. So that means 60 half-hour classic radio shows for only 60 bucks. That's on 30 CDs in five cases with historical liner notes. And I got to tell you, folks, this is only while supplies last. And it was a big hit last time. And we have we don't have anywhere near as many as we had last time, Lisa. So I think a couple of weeks of this and we'll be out. So folks, if you want a tremendous Christmas gift for either yourself or somebody else, you can call us and order 60 half hour classic radio shows on 30 CDs. 60 shows, 60 bucks, $10 shipping and handling. And we will ship it out on Monday. We'll send it to wherever you want. If you want it to send to the uh, recipient of the gift or to yourself, quite the deal. Right, Lisa?
5: Right. And even if it's not for Christmas, I think sometimes it's just so great to receive a gift for no good reason at all, Um, but just because somebody was thinking about you and what a nice gift that would be because it really is something that you can appreciate for years to come.
3: Yeah, I mean, 60 shows, it takes a long time to get through 60 shows. I mean, that's 30 hours of material on 30 CDs in five cases, only $60, a buck a show. Really, 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 and and that's like our cost to manufacture it. Truly, folks, that's what it cost me to manufacture it at the duplicator. So uh, we're uh, we're clearing out some inventory, but it's brand new product. This is this is brand new product, never been played. And it's the played. quality
5: in which you would expect yeah. from us here at Hollywood Three Sixty? Yes,
3: absolutely, brand new product in the case. And uh, to order, just uh, call us here at the radio station. We're here for a few more hours. We've gotten
5: a lot of calls. Yes, we have. we're very excited about
3: it. 815-900-7535. You can call 815-900-7535. We're here for a few more hours. We'll take your call. Love to talk to you. And we will uh, ship it out on Monday. So you'll get a nice shipment coming your way within like a week. Mm -hmm. All right, right now it's time for the big story. This was a crime drama, Lisa. came to radio in 1947, lasted all the way until 1955. And these were dramatizations of true stories of real-life newspaper reporters. So uh, a newspaper reporter had a story. They became, you know, in the headlines. And so this series would... Take that story and have the person, the real newspaper person, there and uh, talking about it, and then they would dramatize it. Each week, the program would recognize that reporter, and he or she would receive a $500 reward. That's nice. a lot of money. I mean, it's a lot of money now. Can you imagine back then? Holy Toledo. It was sponsored by Pall Mall Cigarettes. We've removed those commercials. Bob Sloan is the narrator. This is called um, The Big Story of Keeler McCartney... Of the Atlanta Constitution, July 21st, 1948, part one of The Big Story.
4: The Big Story. You're sure everything is
1: all
0: right, Tony?
1: Sure I'm sure. We phoned that reporter and told him there was a story waiting for him here, so he... Hey. What is it? There he is now. That's the reporter. Wait until he comes closer. Wait until he
0: turns into the walk. You don't want to miss him, do you, Tiny?
1: Miss him? <laughs> when I get through unloading this rod, that report is going to look like a Swiss cheese.
4: The Big Story Here is America. It's sound and its fury, its joy and its sorrow, as faithfully reported by the men and women of the great American newspapers. Atlanta, Georgia. From the pages of the Atlanta Constitution, the authentic story of a reporter who set out to clean up a lottery by gambling with his life. Tonight, to Keeler McCartney of the Atlanta Constitution, goes the Pell Mell Award for the big story. And now, the story as it actually happened. Keeler McCartney's story as he lived it. Atlanta, Georgia.
7: You are Keeler McCartney, police reporter for the Atlanta Constitution. You're young, conscientious, and hot. You stand in your city editor's office, listening to his dry voice briefing you on new assignment. And you wish you could dive headfirst into a glass of beer. When the voice stops, you melt out of the office to your own desk, your half-hearted notes clinging damply to your fingers.
0: Hiya, Mac. Hot enough for you? Pete, if one more guy asks if it's hot enough for me, I'm going to pop him one. Yeah, it's hot enough for me. It's hot enough for a tamale. Hey, what's the matter with you, editor, to toss you a lousy assignment? Uh, Mac, he says, get this. Mac, I want you to see what you can do about cleaning up the lottery racket in town. Eighteen million dollars a year those racketeers are making. Enough to buy plenty of Tommy guns to bump off any reporter who's dope enough to stick his nose into that setup. How do they operate the thing? Now you lay a bet on the third, fourth, and fifth digits of the daily bond total in the paper. Uh-huh. Pays off 450 to one, but the odds are 1,000 to one against you. How do you find out about a lottery, anyhow? Place a bet. fellow down the street from me, Joe Sampson, he gambles a lot on it. Ask him. He should be able to make contact for you. Okay, what can I lose? Nothing but a buck. Or, who knows, you might even make a killing. <laughs> Hey, is anybody home?
2: Oh, I'm outside in the garden.
0: Oh, didn't see you. You're Mrs. Sampson?
2: That's right.
0: You picked a pretty rugged day for waiting, didn't you?
2: I sure did. Hot enough for you?
0: Yeah, it is. Um, I'm looking for Mr. Sampson. Is he in? Why, no. um... I wanted to ask him about placing a lottery bet. Get out of here. Now, wait a minute. You don't understand. I uh...
2: understand enough. You're a writer, aren't you?
0: Well, sure, I'm a reporter, but... A reporter? Yeah.
2: Oh, I, I'm sorry. I I thought you were one of those lottery writers that comes to see Joe all the time.
0: What have you got against them?
2: I wish they were all dead.
0: Wait a minute. The lottery's against the law, sure, but what, what harm can it do?
2: You really want to know that?
0: Well, sure.
2: Come on up on the porch where it's cooler. I owe you a glass of buttermilk for biting your head off anyhow. And... After that, I'd like to tell you a story. All right?
0: All right. It's a deal.
2: Maybe it's not much of a story, Mr. McCartney. It's the kind of thing that probably happens to a lot of people. The thing is, this time it happened to Joe and me. We were married about a year then, when...
8: Mrs. Sampson, i got to hand it to you. I married the best-looking gal in the state and the best cook in the world.
2: Oh, Joe. Mm -hmm.
8: Now that am good apple pie. (laughs) Sour as a banker's disposition.
2: Oh, say, that reminds me. I put some money in our bank today. Our bank? Mm -hmm. The blue teapot on the kitchen counter. I call that our bank.
8: Oh, the first national Samson, huh?
2: (laughs) I put in another three dollars, Joe.
8: saving so you can be independently wealthy?
2: Joe, you haven't forgotten. Forgotten what? The house out on Fifth Street. The the white one with the blue shutters and the peach tree in the yard? Oh, what about it? Oh, it's going to be ours someday. That's what about it. Just as soon as we can fill that teapot with enough $3 to buy it.
8: (laughs) You sure think in slow motion, Jeannie. I'll figure out a way to make a pile of dough fast, and we'll move into that house next year.
2: Oh, no, Joe, no. If we just save a little bit each week, we'll have it soon enough. Oh, it's better that way, Joe, Honest.
8: Okay, honey, have it your way. You go ahead and save the pennies in the teapot but I'm going to see if I can throw in the dollars. Hey, how about another piece of that apple pie?
2: Joe's always like that, Mr. McCartney. Fast. He can't wait for things. Well, like like planting those flowers in the yard. Uh, Joe was swell about digging up the dirt for me, but... He doesn't like the waiting for the flowers to come up. Anyhow, Joe brought me the $3 I asked for from his check every payday, and I'd go put it in the blue teapot. It got so as I'd wait for him on the porch steps every Friday. Hi, baby. Give it to me.
8: Give what to you?
2: The $3 for the teapot.
8: Uh, look, honey, I haven't got it.
2: You, you haven't got it?
8: Oh, but, but Joe... Listen, Jeannie, did you ever hear of the bug, the lottery? You know, you bet on the numbers and the barn total each day, and if you win, they pay you 450 to one. Well, all we need is to hit it right just once, and we've got a down payment on the house. Oh, Joe, no, no.
2: Please don't gamble.
8: Hey, give me the money and let me put it away in the teapot. Oh, come on, baby, be a sport. Just a few bucks, that's all. Oh, what harm can it do? Oh, no! Janie, what are you doing in here?
2: What are you doing, Joe? What do you want with that teapot?
8: Look, honey. I got a specially lucky feeling today, see? I just want to borrow a couple of bucks from the teapot for the bug. I'll put it back tomorrow. Look, Jeannie, how about sparing me a few bucks, huh? The
2: teapot's empty, Joe. Yeah,
8: yeah, I mean, from the housekeeping money. Oh, Joe. I got a hunch today on number 419. I figure all I have to do is lay ten bucks on that, and I can clean up and get back all my losings in one hit.
6: (laughs)
2: Jill, you've got to bring your check home next week. I can't
8: pay the bills. You've got to stop gambling. How can I stop? i got to make up my losses, don't I? But... But, 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 there ain't no buts, I tell you. i got to make dough fast, and there ain't no faster way than the bug. Oh, look, Jeannie, don't be mad at me. i I got a feeling, honey. I'm going to be lucky tomorrow.
2: of people that couldn't stop drinking Mr. McCartney. Men who kept on drinking even when it made them sick. Well, that's how gambling is with Joe now. Something rotten, something he can't get away from even though it's like poison he's sick with it. Last night I sat across the table in the kitchen just looking at him. Watching him kind of sit there and fall away into little pieces. Just looking at him.
8: What the devil are you looking at? You... Well, quit it. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. You always have to be sorry. I'm
2: sorry. Why don't you give it up, Joe?
8: What are you talking
2: about? The lottery. Give it up, Joe.
8: Why don't you give up picking on me?
2: I'm not picking on Yes, you? you
8: are. I don't bet because I want to. I bet because I'd be a dope to stop now. I've lost too much to quit now, When my number's going to come up. You know it won't. It's got to come up someday, doesn't it? And when it does, we'll be rich.
2: Rich? What do we want to be rich for? We just want to save enough to put in our bank yeah, and... Yeah,
8: sure. Lousy nickels and pennies to put in the bank so we can buy a house when we're 80.
2: That's not true. You know it isn't. We had lots of money in the bank before.
8: Before what? Well, go ahead, say it. Before I robbed the bank to gamble, that's what you were going to say, right? No, Joe. Before Joe robbed the bank, before Joe swiped the money. I'm
2: not blaming you. You just
8: think I robbed your lousy bank. That's all. No, I. Don't. All right, all right. I did. I robbed the lousy little broken-down teapot. I swiped the money and I left it empty. A lousy little teapot with a lousy little broken handle, it's all empty. Look at it. All empty, and I don't care. You hear me, Jeannie? I don't care. I don't care a hoot about your lousy
6: little teapot.
8: love
2: of Joe. Joe.
8: I can't stop, Jeannie. Quite like being drunk. or crazy. Every week when I get my check, I say this time I'll bring it home to Jeannie. This time I'll give it all to Jeannie. And that guy comes along with his lottery and I, I can't stop it. What are we
2: going to do, honey?
8: I don't know.
2: Oh, Joe, I wish they were
6: all dead.
8: So do I.
3: All right, we're listening to the big story, July twenty-first, nineteen forty-eight. And this is the big story of Keeler McCartney um, from uh, the Atlanta Constitution, who attempts to clean up a lottery racket and nearly gets killed for his efforts. Ernest Chapel doing the announcing on this show, with Robert Sloan airs the narrator. Hope you're enjoying this. Uh, We'll get back to the big story, true crime case, on Hollywood 360 right after this.
0: Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360.
3: Yep, this is the best in classic radio, Hollywood 360. We've been on the air for 16 years, Lisa. You've been sitting across the the counter here from me with a microphone uh, by your uh, nose <laughs> by for my 16 nose 16 years. I
5: don't know how I could do it. I think oh I'm the gosh. only one who has the patience to do that.
3: Right. Because uh. You are you?
5: a lot. I'm a lot a lot. <laughs> Just a lot. And so are you. You are <laughs> I'm a little you're a lot. Really?
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh yeah. Um, you know, yeah, it's funny I had a uh, a caller this week, uh Victor, great guy. He uh, signed up for the lifetime podcast and he said, "You know, you should make sure you let people know that with the podcast. This is the reason why I'm ordering the podcast. This is exactly what he said. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready for this, Lisa? And yeah. this this rang true for me. He said, I love listening to you guys, but you're only on, you know, the radio a certain time. He's like, but sometimes I want to hear you. I you know, I get lonely. I want to listen to you guys, right? And he says, if I have the podcast. I can go back and I can listen to past podcasts or the current podcasts whenever I want. If I'm sitting around and I'm like, man, I wish Carl and Lisa were on the radio right now. He's like, I can just pull up the podcast and listen to the full five-hour show. He goes, because in my area, he lives in Las Vegas. He said, in my area, I don't even get the full five-hour show. So I, I really want the podcast I want the full five hours, and I want the Radio Rarities podcast that you tack on there.
5: I I can't tell you how many times that I hear that people really feel... Feel a kinship to us, sort of like a family. Yeah, and that we just sort of bring a warmth and a comfort, comfort, and we're sort of like a a family to them.
3: I mean, that's a that's a compliment. I I
5: feel that way too, and we do appreciate our listeners. Oh my gosh, um, because without them, we wouldn't be doing this show. No, and so as much as we give to them, they give back to us. So it is really nice to know that people do appreciate us in their homes in we, their kitchens in their in yeah. their living rooms. And we hear
3: and we hear um you know from and our veterans. listeners a lot and they and they always say how much they enjoy our show. That is the, that's the ultimate compliment when when you like what we do because we enjoy doing it. We love coming here on Saturday and we night. we
5: hope that comes across. Yeah,
3: and uh, and so it's so nice. But um he had a great point. It's like mm-hmm. hey I want the podcast, and you should let people know if they get the podcast, the Lifetime Podcast. It's going to get sent to you every Monday. You'll have it. The links never expire. You can listen to past ones. And we're going to send you a coffee mug so you can drink coffee from our official coffee mug that has both logos. It has the Hollywood 360 logo, and it has the Radio Rarities Do you logo. you have to
5: drink coffee?
3: Well, you could drink could it, tea. Could you drink or water? Or water out of it. How about yeah. orange juice? You can. Okay. The Lifetime Podcast, a one-time fee of $100, but then you get this sent to you every Monday for as long as we are broadcasting. And we have been on the air 16 years. We expect to be on the air many, many, many more years. So it's a great value. Plus, we will send you the coffee mug. There's two ways you can sign up for the Lifetime Podcast. You uh, can go to our website. That's really easy. Just go to Hollywood360radio.com. Hollywood360radio.com. Very top of the website. It's all the information. Sign up, and we will send you your coffee mug and start sending you the podcast every Monday. Or if you want to call us tonight, we're here. We're taking calls. You can call us at 815-900-7535, 815 815- 900-7535 if you want to sign up for the lifetime podcast or if you want to order the 60 shows for 60 bucks we're here taking your calls but right now the conclusion to the big story you
7: Kayla mccartney feel a slow burning anger starts deep in your guts and rips its way up to the lump in your throat. You're suddenly ashamed because you can still hear yourself saying carelessly, the
0: lottery?
2: What harm can it do?
7: And now you know.
2: Can't anybody do anything to stop it, Mr. McCartney? I
0: don't know. I sure don't know what one guy with a typewriter can do against thousands of guys with lottery sheets and tommy guns, but... Well, I'm going to try. <laughs>
4: This is Cy Harris, returning you to your narrator and the big story of Keeler McCartney as he lived it and wrote it.
7: You, Keeler McCartney, are mad. Hot and mad. Hot because the late summer Georgia sun has made a furnace of Atlanta's streets. Mad because a lottery called The Bug is wrecking the lives of Atlanta's people. The Bug. You've written stories about it. And you know it's an ugly, crawling thing that takes the dimes and the dollars of Atlanta's poor. So, you take your temper and your thirst into a bar where you know the workers for the bug congregate. You walk out of the burning sun into the dimness and the coolness. And you say... One beer. And then you wait. You wait while the eyes along the bar study you. And the eyes from the table study you. You wait, and you drink your beer, and you feel the eyes upon you. And then. Hi.
0: Hello.
1: Hot enough for you? You bet. You're new. I ain't seen you before. I'm new. None of the boys, they ain't seen you before.
0: Well, I'm new. Writer. Mm-hmm. Worked for Claude? Uh huh. South side? That's right.
1: Claude don't operate on the South Side.
0: He does now. What do you mean? He started this
1: morning. You mean he's gonna muscle in on Daniels? Figure it out yourself. Well, that's good news. Glad to hear it. They call me Tiny, have a beard? Sure. I'm Red. Oh, pleased to meet you, Red. Two beers, Freddy. The reason I cased you first off, i uh, got to be careful. Sure. The newspapers are getting half us.
0: Sure. This
1: guy McCartney on the Constitution. There is one prize louse. Sure. Yeah. He's going to wake up some morning and find himself dead.
0: Have another beer, Tiny. Sure, pal, sure. How'd you make out this week?
1: Collected (laughs) $2,784. You know something, pal? People are awful suckers.
0: Congratulations, Mac. Those stories of yours on the bug are beginning to pay off. The cops picked up three lottery bosses again yesterday. They're only the little guys, Pete. We have to get the big ones, the biggest one. Well, go to it. Sure. Trouble is, I don't know who he is.
1: Look, pal, suppose I do get picked up. One of it. This lawyer, the boss hired, can get a charge buried for years. Great guy, the boss.
0: I, uh, I never met him.
1: Great guy.
0: Never comes around here, does he? The boss? In a crumb joint like this? (laughs) that will
1: be funny. Dan Herbert is a gentleman. The word is to take it slow, pal. What's up? Well, this lousy reporter, this McCartney on the Constitution, he's found out Dan Herbert's the boss. Dan says we got... Watch it, pal. What? A cop. Just come into the bar heading this way.
6: Hey, Matt! Hey, Matt!
0: Uh, Listen, I just happened to catch sight of you through the window. Break for me. Look drop off this accident report for me at the station, will you, Mac? Got to hurry. Wife's
8: birthday. You know how it is. And I'm late, too. Thanks a lot, Mac. Mac. Now,
6: ain't that a coincidence?
1: This Keelan McCartney over at the Constitution. I hear they call him Mac, too. Oh.
7: That's it. He knows. They all know. A sudden, ugly silence falls over the bar. And all those eyes turn toward you again. All those ugly, pig-like eyes. You stand up. You put a hand into your hip pocket. You back towards the door. Slowly. Slowly. Keeping a steady watch on Tiny and his pals. And then you push open the bar door, and you're outside in the street, and you start to run. You take your hand out of your hip pocket because you didn't have a gun anyway. You just Run.
1: Just how much do you think this McCartney person knows about us, Tiny? Well, you know how it is, Mr. Herbert. Some of the boys ain't careful like me. Some of the boys get a little lickered up and they talk too much.
0: In other words, Tiny, it might be advisable to liquidate this reporter? <laughs> like you say, Mr. Herbert, liquidate. Mm, if we could figure out some way to entice him to the Yellow House. Do you think we could entice McCartney to the Yellow House, Tiny? Sure, oh, I'll have
1: Blanche call him with a phony story. Just tell me when you want him, Mr. Herbert. Just tell me when. Samson, Leave me alone, will you, Tiny? How much you want a place on the back tonight, Joe? Well, cut it out, Tiny. Please cut it out. I'm taking my check home tonight. You hear me? Oh, sure, sure. But how about that little house you and the wife was planning?
8: I thought you guys were going to be stopped. That guy on the paper, that killer McCartney. He'll get you guys, the whole bunch of you. Yeah, I'll tell you a secret, Joe.
1: McCartney's through. The boys at the yellow house are going to take care of him. Now, what'd you say? Fifteen bucks, Joe?
8: All right, all right. Fifteen bucks on number 419, and I hope I never see you again as long as I live.
1: Joe Samson, $15 on number 419.
6: You sure
0: everything is all right, Tony? Sure,
1: I'm sure, Mr. Herbert. Blanche telephoned McCartney, told him there was some kind of a story here, I... Hey. What is it? Just turn in the corner there. That's McCartney. Wait until he turns
0: into the walk. You don't want to
1: miss. Miss? <laughs> when I get through unloading this rod, that reporter's going to look like a Swiss cheese. I sincerely hope so.
0: Now, wait, Tiny. Wait until he turns into the walk. Just another few steps,
6: Tiny. Just a couple more steps now.
2: Mr. McCartney! Mr. McCartney!
6: Gene, what are you doing here? i
2: I just called your office, and they told me where you are going. And Joe just, just told me what the writer said to him. What writer? The one called Tiny. Tiny? Yeah. What did he say? He said, the boys in the yellow house will take care of you. In the yellow house? Yeah. Do you know what he meant?
0: The yellow house? Oh, it rings no bells. Oh. Well, thanks anyway, Jean. I'll go in here now and cover this story, and maybe I'll check on the yellow house business later.
2: All right. Oh, but take care of yourself.
0: Don't worry. I'll be...
2: Jean.
0: Yeah? Do you see the number on this house right here?
2: Um, it says, uh, 224 in the stoop.
0: I just got an anonymous phone call to cover a story at number 224.
2: Well, what's that got...
0: <gasps> you see what I mean? Number 224 is a yellow house.
1: <laughs> oh, can you tie that? He beat it.
0: Well, Tiny, that's the second time you've failed me. Me, Mr. Hubbard? You, Tiny. I found out it was you who talked too much and started all this difficulty. And now you've bungled an opportunity to rectify your mistake. Tiny, much as I regret the necessity, you are through.
7: You, Keela McCartney, know who's behind this plot to erase you. Dan Helbert, and you know that he'll get you, too, unless you get him first. But how? That's the question.
0: How? How can you pin a guy down if nobody will squeal on him, Pete? What's with this Dan Helbert character? He made a solid gold? Just about. He treats his riders well, gives them big percentages of the take, protects them when they get in trouble. Oh, more trouble. If it's another anonymous tip, hang up, Mac. It's too hot to go to a funeral. McCartney speaking
1: this the McCartney that's been writing them stories on the lottery?
0: Yeah, who's this?
1: Nobody. Look, I used to be in the lottery business myself, see?
0: What business you're in now?
1: Giving tips to reporters. No, thanks. You'll want to hear this, McCartney. A guy by the name of Dan Hurlbut has 70 cases of whiskey stored in a garage over on Melrose Avenue, see? And he ain't got no permit for him, see?
0: Yeah, I see. Guys
1: with no permits for storing whiskey can get arrested. Suppose you take it from there, Mac.
0: Hey, wait a minute. Now I get your voice. Tiny. Hello? Hello, Tiny? Hello, tip. Nope. Hung up. Another tip? From Tiny, the writer I got mixed up with. Just recognized the voice. He must have had a falling out with Herbert. He just squealed on him. Something hot? hurlbert has got 70 cases of whiskey in a garage on Melrose. To coin a phrase, is that hot enough
6: for you?
7: It's hot enough for anyone, including the police. Dan Hurlbert is arrested for storing whiskey without a permit. Then the police begin their relentless questioning and finally secure the three-page confession, which wipes up what's left of the lottery racket in Atlanta. And then one afternoon, you take a stroll out to see your old friend, the
2: Sampson's.
0: Hi, Jeannie. Still at the weeding? Yeah,
2: place is a mess. Want some buttermilk?
0: I could be persuaded. Mm-hmm. Joe home?
2: Oh, not yet. He stopped by to get his paycheck. I uh, bought a new teapot today. Well, was... here's
0: its chief depositor now. Oh. Hi, Joe. Hi, Mac. Good to see you.
8: Hello, baby. How about a kiss, huh?
2: Give it to me. What? For
8: $3 for the bank. You settle for two?
2: Joe Sampson, you... Now, give...
8: take it easy, honey. I, I saw these flowers downtown, and I thought they'd, well, kind of brighten up the place while those ones you planted take their own sweet time blooming.
5: Oh, Joe, you big lug! And then,
8: well, I had to stop and get Mac here a couple of cigars to say thanks, didn't I? <laughs>
4: In just a moment, we'll read you a telegram from Keeler McCartney of the Atlanta Constitution with the final outcome of tonight's big story. Now we read you that telegram from Keeler McCartney of the Atlanta Constitution.
0: Previously unable to get any evidence against lottery boss in tonight's big story, arresting him on a liquor charge was the only way to legally hold him. Once in custody, he was persuaded to confess that he employed 1,200 people in Atlanta's $7 million lottery ring. A 15-count indictment was secured against him, and he was sentenced to six years on the chain gang at Tattnall State Prison in Reidsville. My sincere appreciation for tonight's Palmel Award.
4: Thank you, Mr. McCartney. The makers of Palmel, they're proud to have named you the winner of the Palmell $500 Award for notable service in the field of journalism. Listen again next week, same time, same station. When Pell mell will present another big story. A big story from the front pages of the Los Angeles Herald Express. By line Pat Foley. A big story about a meek little man with a mania for marriage and murder. <laughs> Big Story is produced by Bernard J. Proctor with music by Vladimir Zelensky. Tonight's program was written by Gail Ingram. Your narrator was Bob Sloan, and George Petrie played the part of Keeler McCartney. In order to protect the names of people actually involved in tonight's authentic Big Story, the names of all characters in the dramatization were changed, with the exception of the reporter, Mr. McCartney. This is Ernest Chapel speaking for the makers of Pall Mall Famous Cigarettes. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.
3: The announcer there, Ernest Chappell, at the end there, uh, giving all that, um, you know, dialogue. He was the uh, the main voice of Quiet Please. We've aired those before. There's not a lot of uh, Quiet Please episodes in really great sound, so just maybe a handful. So we've only aired a few. Uh, I have about maybe, I don't know, 50 shows, and I'm hoping to, you know, I'm always, as a collector, someone who loves these shows, I'm always trying to find great quality. and um, But uh, Ernest Chappell... Was the announcer on this show? Was the star of Quiet Please? I wish we could find more of those good, good scary series.
5: Sometimes I'd wish you'd be a little quieter, please. Yeah, but, I know.
3: You know. <laughs> <laughs> Big story, July twenty first, nineteen forty eight. Hope you enjoyed that NBC broadcast. Um, yeah, we would talk. We've been talking to our listeners. They've been calling and ordering the sixty shows for sixty bucks. And also uh, signing up for the Lifetime Podcast, we appreciate you, folks. We're here for a few hours. If you want to call, get an amazing Christmas present for yourself or for someone else, or Hanukkah present, you can just uh, you can just give us a call eight one five nine hundred seven five three five eight one five nine hundred seven five three five We'll also be happy to sign you up to a Lifetime Podcast and send you a. Hollywood three sixty coffee mug. Alright, time for this month in music history. And we're
5: going back to nineteen forty three with this hit song from the Mills brothers.
3: I'm gonna buy a, a paper, paper towel, towel, that towel that I can call towel. my own. Who again, sings better? Me or
5: Again the voice quality, right?
3: Who's better? Can me I or um, Or um, Camille's Brothers. (laughs) You sound just the same to me. me. Exactly. Uh, This was a um,
5: number one song uh, for 12 weeks from November 43 to January 44. This is a top hit. I mean, this is a
3: very famous song. She will be waiting. She will be waiting. She'll be the truest dog Yeah, very cool, Lisa. All right, more of Hollywood 360 after this short
6: break.
3: More Hollywood 360
0: after these important messages. Now back to the
3: best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. In our next hour, it's a Western Adventure of Have Gun Will Travel, starring John Daner, going back to 1960. But first, we're gonna need a Hollywood 360 listener contestant to play Name That Tune.
5: That's right. All about Dolly Parton. Maybe you caught her on the NFL halftime show, either way. We've got some great songs. How could you
3: miss her? Right?
5: Well, that's for sure. We'll leave it right there. and We hope that you'll call in, play the game, have some fun. All Dolly Parton songs. Give us a call. 312 6, 5, 642 5600. We want caller number 11.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely want caller number 11. 312 6, 5, 642 5600. Play the game with us. No matter what, you're going to win some fun prizes. And we'll see you soon.
5: Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of.